0: Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for November 19th, 2020. The topic this time is a follow-up on leaf mulch. What about aphids? Listen, with faint dry sound like steps of passing ghost, the leaves frost crisp break from the trees and fall. Adelaide Crapsy, November Night in Verses. 1915. American poet Adelaide Crapsy did not enjoy a long life. She died in New York at the age of 36 from tuberculosis. Although her poetry is not widely remembered today, Crapsey left an important legacy in the form of her unrhymed five-lined 22-syllable poems inspired by her love of Japanese haiku. Her style has become known as the American Sequin, adopted and modified by many poets of the 20th and 21st centuries. In his 1918 collection of poems, Cornhuskers, for which he won a Pulitzer Prize, Carl Sandburg published a tribute to Adelaide Crapsey in a section of the book called Persons Half Known. Speaking of the half-known, I received an email recently from a reader who wanted to know more about using fall leaves for mulch in the garden, the topic of my podcast a few weeks ago. Donna wrote, I appreciate the benefits of mulching, however, no one seems to include aphids in this discussion, only beneficial insects. What is the life cycle for aphids, and does mulching encourage their overwintering? Good questions, Donna. I replied to Donna that aphids do indeed overwinter in our garden, usually in the egg phase of their development. Although leaf litter provides shelter for aphids, most of the approximately 5,000 known species of aphids lay eggs on the leaves and stems of specific host plants. For example, Donna's aphid nemesis is the lupin aphid, and my roses are sometimes plagued by a different species called rose aphids. Other aphids prefer vegetable crops for their host plants, such as cabbage aphids and turnip aphids. In the spring, only female aphids hatch from overwintered eggs, and they began reproducing just one week later. It's fascinating that during most of the year, female aphids reproduce asexually through a process called parthenogenesis, whereby they give birth to miniature replicas of themselves rather than laying eggs. During one season, some aphid species can produce up to 41 generations of offspring, each insect living 20 to 40 days and producing between 50 to 100 babies. Most aphids live out their lives on their host plants. Later in the summer, some adults will develop wings and fly off to visit other plant species, but subsequent generations of females will return to their host plant species in the fall. By then, some aphids have developed into males, so females find a mate and then lay their fertilized eggs on the host plant or in leaf litter to start the process all over again. By layering garden beds with leaf mulch, it seems like gardeners are practically ensuring aphids will not only survive but remain comfortable all winter. However, scientists have found that 70-80% to of overwintering aphids die before spring due to predation or cell damage. Keep in mind that leaf mulch also provides shelter to aphid predators. Aphids that do survive the winter are an excellent source of nutrition for hungry birds, as well as many kinds of beneficial insects, parasitic wasps, ladybugs, lacewings, hoverflies, and soldier beetles. In fact, aphids are not just sap-sucking, disease-spreading garden pests. They're also an important part of the food chain in a balanced ecosystem. In order to attract our pollinator friends to the garden, we have to provide food for them, and aphids and other insects we consider pests fit that bill quite nicely. Aphid infestations occur when the garden doesn't have enough aphid predators or when weakened plants are unable to ward off insect pests. Thus, aphid invasions tell us that the garden ecosystem is off balance in some way. We might say aphids are food for thought for gardeners, just as they are food for wildlife Leaf mulch is an effect, uh, is an efficient use of fall leaves to provide habitat for overwintering wildlife, including aphids. When we see overwintering birds foraging in the garden, we may even be thankful that the aphids are there. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gardening!